Um, hey, everybody. This is the Media Wench, and I am hosting this portion of Local Love with uh, Matt Harrison from Periscope. Um, thank you for uh, coming and hanging out with us today and uh, doing a show. It's been a good long while since the last album came out, and I'm very um, excited to talk about this new one here. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, stoked to be back on. So it's great to hang with y'all. I hit the wrong. <laughs> I hit the wrong. It's okay. I hit the wrong uh, uh, stinger. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to take two? Or like no, the no, slate? no. It's okay. Fuck it. We'll leave it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, anyways, um, what? Uh, go ahead and tell people who you are and where they can find you and all that good shit. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, my name is Matt Harrison, and uh, I'm the lead singer, guitar player, frontman for uh, Bay Area band called Periscope. And um, yeah, we put out a follow-up EP uh, called Memories out at the beginning of uh, last month. Came out in June on all platforms on Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Um, it's our follow-up to our 2021 release um, that was called Resurfaced, and um, it was our last uh, release with our old lead guitar player and the other original member of the band, Trevor Gabriel. So it felt really great to sort of release this into the world as sort of like a love note to our project. And, um, you know, he recorded it all at Cactus House Studios in uh, South San Jose there. And yeah, you can find us at periscopetheband.com or at periscopetheband on Instagram and all that stuff, just generally speaking. Um, all the links to this new EP and our previous releases are all there too. So, um, that's one thing I could say about your uh, your your logo and your marketing and everything is like it's so super simple and it makes you just the the easiest thing to find on everything. Oh, good. I'm um, t- well, we we try a periscope, like especially at first, you know, like that the name. It doesn't. It's not so unique that it um, that it stands out. And when we first when we first started the band, the the app. Uh, gained a lot of popularity like you know like a year later and uh, uh, not even really and so it was kind of hard to find so I just try to make it simple try to try to put everything in one place and uh, try to keep it consistent as possible right and otherwise so, you just get tools and dumb old movies uh, from the 90s yeah, and... totally all kinds of stuff <laughs> yeah. get lost in there easy so um, what do you guys have going on right now other than this new you know, little uh, new EP that just dropped. But like, uh, are you recording anything else? Do you got any shows coming up? Are you thinking about touring at all? Yeah, well, um, you know, like I said, this last release was our last show with uh, Trevor Gabriel on lead guitar. And, um, you know, life just kind of took us in different directions and was very amiable. We had a great last string of shows that we did together. And then, um, you know, there was a lot of notice, so we kind of got right into trying to find a replacement, which were, you know, big shoes to fill. Um, but we ended up getting, um, we tried a bunch of different people out, and uh, we now have an, a fourth, a new fourth member who will be, um, you know, making their debut at the end of this month. will be our first live show at the new lineup at Zeitgeist in San Francisco, which is a great bar, uh, club, low-pressure situation. They treat bands really, really well and everything, so it just felt like a good place to do it. Um, 
And so, yeah, so we are um, four piece again, and we actually have a synth, this, a synth player now instead of a second guitar. And um, really stoked with how that's coming along, uh, the interpretations of our old songs and some of our new stuff. It's really, it's really great. And at first I was like, you know, wary and hesitant. And uh, at this point, it feels like we're starting to level up again. And it feels like um, just excited to get the ball rolling. So, yeah, we're... We're coached up for shows uh, finally again, and we'll start playing more in the Bay. And uh, I've got a whole bunch of material that's ready to get working on, so we've just kind of started getting into that. And uh, we'll hopefully get back in the studio here towards the end of the year after we um, start to put some shows under the belt of the uh, of the new lineup and and get our new keyboard player, our new synth player going. So the so the last uh, the last album that you guys just uh, just released doesn't have any keyboard doesn't have the new keyboard player on it. It's got their, it does, the other four. That's that's true. Yeah. So the the but there is a lot of synth and keyboard patches etc on memories as well as uh, resurface that came out before it. So um, it was really easy to kind of fit that in. You know the aesthetic was already sort of there and um, so. Uh, Dina is doing a lot of pads and stuff that are already in the recordings, but now like a lot of Trevor's lead parts and some of the instrumental hooks and stuff are being doubled by synth instead of just, uh, instead of just two guitars. So that's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so the, the next show is what is what date? Uh, it's the 31st of this month, 31st of July at uh, Zeitgeist in San Francisco, Sunday. Like, six to nine two of the fucking greatest shows like so far this summer i've had to fucking like travel on that day oh no <laughs> yeah. it's all good it's such a bummer well we'll make sure to have a great time for you and Dude, uh, seriously. We'll put, put some extra extra fun and well uh, you know a while ago you uh you promised me a, a birthday show or a show of some sort uh, yeah well you know i'm <laughs> just waiting to collect you know so i don't know maybe something towards um towards the end of the year maybe we'll do something for halloween this year we'll do like a local love halloween show that could be interesting yeah i mean we we definitely uh you know we'll do the holiday show again that we do with uh yeah so sweet high on all that so hopefully that'll be i got it i just reached out to dan actually last uh last night but i saw him not that long ago at the venue so what was the Okay, I've been to the Christmas show three times now. It's one of my favorite fucking shows that anybody puts on all year. And I go see Cat Robe Show every year, too. Those are the two shows that I look forward to is the Cat Robe Show Christmas special, Christmas show that they do, and you guys. Nice. Thank you. It's good company. (laughs) So, um, what was the inception of the Christmas show? Like, how did that come about? Uh, that actually started because of uh, Phil from Relapse. You know, he we um, he just bought that Santa suit. I don't remember which came first, whether he bought the suit and wanted a show or got the show and wanted the suit for it. The chicken or the egg thing that you'll have to ask him about. But um, yeah, uh, I was working at Starving and me and Zach, who's their drummer, Malosh, uh, were tight. And... Um, Phil from Relapse and the, and Zach, they had, they asked me if I would play along with them. And I, I did some shows with, with Relapse, like as a second guitar player a few times. And so one of the first time that we ever did that was for um, 
for uh for a tech company that phil used to work for i don't know how that works but it was their christmas party and so we did this big christmas party for this big tech company with relapse and uh we played christmas covers but we also played like relapse originals and stuff and we weren't invited to do it back again (laughs) (laughs) so we uh i don't know if we rocked a little too hard for for that for that or not or what it was but um but so that started it and we kind of just like looked for an excuse to do one every year and then after that i can't remember if we did a show i can't even remember where the second one was it wasn't at rptk i don't think and then we kind of joined forces with sweet haya because nihao's birthday is around that time too and uh yeah that we just started doing it at rptk every year just all and you know it just you know a lot of us know each other you know we're all old friends and you know, know a lot of the same people. And so it just became kind of like a community thing that we just sort of decided that we would do every year as long as uh, there was still interest and, um, you know, still a little fire for it. So it seems like this year we'll, we'll be able to keep it going. Um, so I love the fact that um, Art Boutique is an all ages venue. And one of these days when my, um, when it's like the stars align well hopefully i'll be able to get the kids in to see to see that show in particular because they they've been listening to all of this music since they were like three and so they know everybody's shit and they think they're like mom only knows famous people it's like no 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 it's not (laughs) (laughs) no 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 every time they're like they're like uh so do you uh, so you know these people and i'm like well yeah this is so and so you know whatever band it is that i'm listening to in the car and they're like and they're like why does it did you only know famous people and i'm like well it's not that it's you know you anybody is famous if you uh if you're a fan yeah totally because my mind yeah because you like (laughs) I nerd out when I get to fucking go to your shows and stuff because I love your guys' music so much. Thank you. The yeah, the last album. Okay, so you came on the uh, when the last album came out, resurfaced, and yeah. we played uh, my disease for the first time, and I hadn't heard it, and I hadn't heard any of these either, the new ones, and it made me want to fucking cry. It was so beautiful, oh, like it, it, like it, 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 like it just it sprinkled something on my soul that I needed. I didn't know that I like was missing and now it's there. <laughs> it's a really beautiful thing for you to say. Thank you. <laughs> um, so if I'm going to play one of these four songs, that's going to do that to me, then what, <laughs> which oh, one is it going to be? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you, um, <laughs> the, 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 I, I try to put a lot into all of them. So, I mean, there it's all pretty personal stuff for me. Um, I think, you know, um, any other way has some really good themes. I think that was the one um, that I moving on. That was yeah. the one that I that I just threw on there. Nice, that's a good one. <laughs> start. That's the first track on the EP, so that, oh, uh, well, that's a good go. way to start. There you Makes go. Makes sense then. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna play this new track by Periscopes called "Any Other Way," and we will be right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was dope. So I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> it's it's weird to just sit here and listen through them, honestly. With you. <laughs> that never gets that never gets normal, honestly. But right, know, right. You know, but that's a you know. yeah, that's a killer intro to an album. That's the first song on the album. Yeah, it's just a it's a four song EP, you know. So it's just a yeah, just kind of come out with the with the good little bopper. Yeah, you know? I dig yeah. it. I dig it a lot. Yeah. So, um, what is What's the next show after this one? Nothing's planned yet. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, the Art Boutique holiday show is probably where most of the focus is going to get put. I, I mean, we've been doing it a while out here. And so it's like, you know, um, trying to, trying to, you know, me and my bandmates have been talking more about just trying to do the rotation a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're all, we're already kind of spread out. You know, half of us live in Oakland, and I'm in Oakland right now. You know, half of us are in San Jose, um, and you know, we play shows in Santa Cruz, San Francisco, Oakland, North Bay, like wherever. You know, and so just kind of trying to mix it up more, um, so you get better kind of quality of shows. I think I haven't. You know, um, have you ever played at that Winter's Tavern place in Pacifica? Pacifica, yeah, that's a good. That's a good spot. I haven't ever been to that one. They throw good shows there sometimes. I mean, you know, it just kind of depends on uh, what's going on that night. It seems like the locals come out there. So, but that yeah, like going up and playing Pacifica more. You know, we I think we did a lot of our time in San Jose, so we try to just play with San Jose like once or twice a, a year at this point. I think to try to keep the heads coming out. You know, I should try <laughs> to uh, put together some like some like barn shindig up in Northern California. Because <laughs> Phil has, he's got, he has a property up there anyway, right? That's right. Yeah, I've heard that. I haven't been yet. So he keeps, uh, he keeps telling me that I should, I should roll up there. And I, I'm, I'm all about, um, yeah, I think trying to put more muscle and more organizing, like organizational power into DIY festival style stuff and really trying to get heads out. Like, I'm more interested in that than just like, book in as many shows as i can yeah i mean i think that uh i think that just through our experience of sharing this local music with our community across all of the shows that we do Mm -hmm. um especially when we have like like your song boomers we've played that like 250 times that's good and (laughs) and that's like you know as a beginning to a show or an end to a show or as a break or something like that just uh, yeah. since we've had it. So what's that been like a little over a year, maybe? So mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's little pockets of, of uh, fans in weird places like in uh, Australia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Like the Love Aussie that. Day drinking team is huge Periscope fans. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple friends out that way, too. So that's so fun. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's cool when... Um, you know, with the access, like the accessibility of of music and making music has made it so that there is like huge oversaturation, but, um, but also, you know, just huge reach too. like to be able to make music in the Bay area at a local level and be able to share that with people who can appreciate it, like in Australia. Or right. And the technology like that, that's available crazy. to a home studio now which yeah. makes it sound right. like what used to cost tens of thousands of dollars to mix and master 
in like a whole big ass professional studio. Yeah. So do you think that the, the musical market as we knew it when we were kids, when we were, when we were kids, when I was a kid, you're still a kid. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think we're that far off. No, I, anyway. well, I don't know. I'm going to be 42 this year. Okay. So, <laughs> but like going and buying tapes and like being excited about going out on a Tuesday. Maybe that's what also a reason why it's kind of fun to have local love on Tuesday. That's when the new releases and stuff used to come out, right? Right. And, uh, and to go get tapes and go get CDs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So that was kind of like the underbelly that supported the mm, the mass music industry not so much the independent music industry but it was almost like an equalizer depending on the shops that you went to because you could get just as easily like independent stuff there's this one store that i used to go to up in uh up in reading it was called the underground they had people that would like travel all over and go get bootlegs from it from other countries and bring them in to sell them and tapes were like fucking almost a hundred dollars but shit that you couldn't get anyway sure that's cool um i'm kind of like i'm kind of trying to like almost quantify like where the music industry started when i was young to now where it seems like the playing field is on like a a, like on a mountaintop (laughs) and just the the peaks and valleys of where and spikes of what is popular versus what is available Hmm. and but like on a on a streaming platform where it's like well this is here but this is also here like how do you outside of physically going out and sharing flyers that have like qr codes and stuff on them like break through all that noise you know i'm the the not a good person to answer that question to be honest with you <laughs> if i would if i had if i had the answer to that yeah because honestly yeah i mean i think um you know everybody is their own harshest critic for sure but like I, you know I, I stand by my music and everything like that and i think that you know feedback that we get from music and shows and everything is always really great but it's like getting through all that noise is yeah it's very very difficult and you know i feel grateful that we can do what we do, you know, like I feel really grateful that like that holiday show has sustained itself to where like we can go to our boutique and we have a good relationship with Dan and the Vod, you know, and his family, the Vados and like that, that we can help, you know, more or less fill that room and make it worth it for them to do the show or like, you know, or any of the venues that we, you know, are have relationships with, you know, from, from our favorite little divey bars, like the caravan up to, up to places like more like boutique and, um, you know, playing shows up in the city and, you know, whether it's Utah or any of these other spots, but it's, uh, getting, getting to that next echelon is, is definitely difficult. And I think more than anything, um, unfortunately, just like everything, uh, else it's kind of, you know, it's, it always comes down to who, you know, and some people are naturally more well-connected than others. And, um, uh, and then and that's really kind of always been the case. Um, just just now, it's even harder to justify because cost of living is so high. And then 
being an artist and creating art is so difficult to monetize. And, you know, I, I think it's really interesting. I have a lot of time for people who talk about trying to make, uh, art into like NFTs and stuff like that. Oh, like Lord. that's, it's so beyond me. <laughs> and like, I have no way to wrap my mind around it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have no money into crypto. I don't do any of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that there's some people out there that are trying to figure out a way to actually give power back to artists in terms of making money, because that's not because, I mean, you know, nobody's out here for the money. Everybody does it because they love it, obviously, because you can't really make money doing it. Right. But um, but like, you know, so many good artists get burned out or can't do it anymore because it, it just becomes impossible. Um, and I think that a lot of the bands that, that do go really far, um, you know, you look at a a lot of popular bands from the early 2000s, I mean, all the way up till now, you know, if you go back into them, almost a a lot of them have familial, familial connections or some source of capital that allows them to do it for free for X amount of time, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, really put everything into it, not have to work a day job necessarily. Right. Some people, you know, and, and the people who are really like just come and, and do it straight from nothing, like people who did that in the modern era, like fucking gods to me, like amazing how it, because like, I just don't know, you know, I, I just, um, you know, you work full time, you do all this stuff and you try to book the shows and you try to manage the band and you try to create all the music and everything. Mm-hmm. And like most days, like, I feel like, uh, my bandwidth is just like. Ugh, you're trying to cram 36 you know. hours of shit in a 24 hour bag yeah totally and it just it doesn't you know most days it feels like that just a bag full of shit so uh but you're like it's okay just give me a coffee i'll keep going right yeah work, <laughs> you know life is for for me for sure is quite riding that fine balance of in, in my bloodstream of thc and caffeine yeah you know yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to straddle that line you know yeah that's that's it <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it. like it mellows the harsh of too much caffeine right. so that you can just consume that much more. There you because go. if you could just get one more hour out, yeah. <laughs> then yep. I won't feel like I am being lazy for sleeping for five hours. Right, right. Yeah. The, the THC to get the creativity mm-hmm. and to be able to man- manage the social anxiety and the yeah. caffeine to, to keep the laziness at bay. Yes. Uh, that's, that's it. That's the magical Proper cocktail. Balance. That's it. <laughs> try to achieve that around here as well yeah much as possible yeah. all right so i'm going to do another song i'm going to do memories this time title track all right do you want to say a little thing about this song or should we just play it uh that's yeah i mean this is the last song on the ep it's the title track and um you know it's kind of if you're listening to the lyrics it's kind of just about um the world and how it's changed and trying to get back into some kind of shade of normal and uh, you know just kind of feelings that sort of come along with all that
That was Memories, which is the title track for Memories, which is the new album from Periscope. We have Matt Harrison from Periscope <laughs> doing crab dance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Live Sunday in Oakland. Two. Live in Oakland, crab dancing. Yeah. So the land, the land of Hammer and the crab the, dance. The of, <laughs> my mom was actually really was or was really good friends with his wife for a very long time. Oh really? That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> my mom is weirdly tied in with like a lot of just random fucking celebrities just because she is it. who she is. She talks to everybody. She just can't walk down the street without end up talking to somebody. Um, so how do you like uh, Oakland over San Jose? I was just in Oakland a couple days ago. I went to, uh, well, Piedmont, because I went to the big cemetery. The oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One love, of my favorite that's places. So cool. I oh, fucking love that place. Um, awesome. Yeah, 4th of July, I went there. And I actually was able to get into Fenton's. I was got there exactly when it opened. And I got a spot in the fucking parking lot. Get out of here. At Fenton's. On the 4th. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's impressive. Right? Yeah. Don't ask me how. It just happened. Uh, the universe is smiling on you. That it day. was. It was good. good. Uh, that's great. Did I'm you go stunned. watch any fireworks on 4th of July? I uh, I did not. No, I didn't. I, I don't. I don't know why. Like, uh, it's never. It's never been my thing. I think it's. I think it's cool. You know, I'll, but I don't go out my out of my way for it. Um, I do. Guess I'm just not fun like that. <laughs> like, there's like like a handful of things that will make me giggle like an idiot, like uncontrollably. Totally. And fireworks is one of them because it's big booms. Yeah. I don't care what it's for. I don't, I could yeah. give a shit if it's Fourth of July. I just like totally. fucking fireworks. Because I think that yeah. the structure of them is amazing. And how sure. they, yeah. <coughs> yeah, love like that. Like mortars I mean, and all that shit, I'm down for it. I like them. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, for, for me, there's a big difference between like lighting fireworks off, which is awesome, and yeah. then just like watching them happen. I'm like, eh. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know. This, uh, I mean, uh, every year of my adult life, I've become less and less interested in July 4th. And I uh, just, you know, for all the, for all the reasons. Yeah, and I just uh, just hung out and tried not to participate in the economy that day and did some <laughs> mushrooms, and uh, it was it was great. <laughs> well, I hope I I hope I like maybe I contributed to a little bit of chaos because I didn't even realize yeah. that, like over by Children's Discovery Museum, right where eighty seven and two eighty meet, they fire off a bunch of fireworks from right right over there, so. I don't know. For some random reason, I'm like, I just want to kind of drive around the neighborhood and see. Because there was a a park right down the street from my house that just for two hours was just having like a full on fucking display. It just just wow. everything, which was pretty that's cool. Because I mean, it was like that's like a five minute walk away. That's convenient, right? Sure. That's Not going great. out of my no. way. It's neighborhood. It's craft artisan firework display. It's nice. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, local all the way around, you know, supporting business like Fenton's right. and, you know, and exactly. all that. That's like, yeah, always support local. That's good. That's always but, good. So then I ended up kind of doing like a little loop. And then when I got back on to 87 to head south, the fireworks were just like right over the freeway and everybody was just pulling over onto this, like the emergency lane on the big fucking ramp and just well. standing under the fucking bus. Like, holy shit. People down here got some fucking balls, man. That's like I've heard, that's yeah. crazy. But yeah. I know what I'm doing next year. 
my brother my brother told me the uh the almaden of all places like they had one at almaden lake park that was yeah. just crazy which is that the one you're talking about no no, no 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 but that's like very close to my house though right yeah you, know, you were watching it in oakland sorry but yeah, uh, apparently that one is is nuts, or was this year because you know I don't they couldn't do it. Did they do it last year? I don't think they, anybody did anything last year. Yeah, they anybody did anything or the year before, obviously. So it's like it's been a while. Yeah. So I guess like everybody went balls out. Yeah, uh, just that's uh, that's pretty cool. I'm yeah. sure it's yeah. Blow shit right. up. Blow shit up. <laughs> Raise hell. Totally. Fuck the establishment. That's right. <laughs> Kill the patriarchy. That's it. Yeah, revolt. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go ahead and play one more song off of this. I think sure. I'm gonna do. Uh, we'll do confessions. That's good. And, That's what Alan would want you to play for sure. And uh, all right. This is confessions. This is by Periscope, off their new album Memories, and I'll be right back.
that was also fucking dope. That was uh, that's probably my favorite one so far. Sweet, I like so that's my drummer's that's my drummer's favorite song or Alan, our drummer's favorite song. So that was going to be my next question: is uh, tell me about your drummer and how many other bands is he in? He's only in one. Right? Don't yeah, tell anybody a, about him. I, you know what? He's a man of mystery. <laughs> he's got no, no social media of any kind. Good. And, uh, Keep it that way. You know, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's that's how he likes it. It's it's good. Um, his his uh, his partner, uh, his fiance now, I think, is uh, that's a recent development. Um, is like super supportive. She helps us out too, like on some of the internet. Uh, stuff <clears throat> shout out francis um but yeah alan is um only in our band uh, as at present although i've i've totally encouraged him to do that if he wanted to um but yeah we just um he, uh, lucky lucky to have him he's he's really really solid guy and very solid solid drummer with Texas. so is the recent edition um the the uh the only non original member of the band or how many I'm the last one actually which is probably why I'm here yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean it's yeah I I don't know you know I I guess it's it's more I mean I write most of the songs in the project I I really don't like to uh, I make a real point to not try to be like, it's my band, you know, and, and everybody it's, I mean, if you listen to the recordings, everything, I mean, every release definitely sounds like, I mean, cause I, I, I wrote the bones of most of the songs. They sound like they came from the same place, but you know, I didn't write really anybody's parts for them or anything like that. Anybody who's been a part of this project has, has, has put a lot of their own, you know, time, energy and signature into it. And, uh, yeah, and that's so the way I, that's the way I like it too. Yeah. You know? you're like this is the 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 meat and the bread. Uh, we need some sauce and some and some veg. So here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I if I really wanted to do this, you know, if I just wanted to control everything and write it, all the parts, I could just do everything myself in a studio. You know, I can play the instruments, but I don't. You know, I can't play them as well as somebody who's necessarily like maimed that one instrument the whole time like i consider myself more of a songwriter than anything i i learn and play instruments and things that i have to for the for the songs you know um and um and that's why i've moved around in the band in terms of what i've had to play a lot uh, over time and um you know it's Trevor left and I had to change a lot of my parts and, and do things. And I'm really happy with the presentation of it now, but it's just like, um, you know, I want people who come into the project to, to want to do it and to be able to put their own thing into it and to take ownership of their music. And I'm, I'm really happy with the fact that, uh, I feel like everybody has, and, um, whether it was life or, or differences with any of the past members or anything, um, Historically, you know, I'm appreciative of everything that's gone into the music. And, um, you know, I'm trying to maintain that dynamic moving forward. So, like, like, Alan is a great drummer. You know, I don't tell him what to play. Uh, Joe, my brother, plays bass. Uh, I don't, you know, he provides backups now. Um, 
as well and has for the last few, uh, couple, little over two years that he's been in the band, I guess. But it's pretty, I don't know, time is... Time it's is compressed so and it weird. doesn't mean anything anymore. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I like making music with people and uh, I like bringing stuff in and showing it to people and like, you know, maybe they'll add something that I didn't hear, you know? And, um, and likewise, I can put input on their part that they didn't hear and like everybody's just uh, kind of trying to tumble it together you know and, and putting everything that they can into um uh, try to make the best song possible and i find that it's really hard to get people to put that kind of ownership in it and have a lot of fun with it when there's at least in my experience in bands i've been in like i didn't like it and i don't think anybody else really likes it when one person is like a, a tyrant about direction or anything like that it's not as enjoyable no you know what i mean it's like a job and, uh, yeah i don't want it to be <laughs> like that especially especially at this level right i mean we do this to have fun and yeah. um and you know so that's that's the main objective yeah to, you're, to make, you're four you know, good hard albums in it's like unless there's one that i'm missing because there's yeah, I would say, I mean, you know, I, I consider it like two EPs and two albums because like, you know, like the first release is like six songs. So like that to me is like an, an EP or something like that. You know, like a, but six fucking a, bangers, though. Oh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, uh, six bangers. And, yeah, that's the that's the goal. And then, um, you know, t- the Tide is 13 tracks, right? That's definitely a full album. That is a huge album. I made you sign my and, copy. That's oh I, I forgot about that. But that's very that's awesome that that, that happened. Uh, and the resurface is eight. I, I I guess that's an album. You know I think about like like the Led Zeppelin like Led Zeppelin one is like eight or nine songs, isn't it? Sounds like that's that, that kind of counts. Yeah, between eight and ten. Eight and ten. Yeah, yeah. So I have a bare, bare minimum for an album. So yeah, it's like two albums, two albums, and then you know, these new four songs are great. Uh, for I I enjoy doing them. I should say I don't. I mean Jerry's out on whether they're great. That's up to other people, but. Uh, but me and my bandmates enjoyed making them and um, I'm proud of them and the end result and Trevor did a great job engineering it and playing his guitar and you know it was really cool like listening to Confession and listening to Memories and like hearing him shred on some of that especially I feel like Memories because like the, the, the last song and like you know the themes of it and everything are like all about like looking back when kind of like there's a nostalgia element. And so, like, I haven't heard these songs in a long time, and, like, hearing him do his <laughs> shreddy thing, I feel like I haven't, you know, I mean, like, that's such signature Trev, and, uh, and it's really, it's really cool to, to hear that, and that for that to be, like, kind of the last thing on this, uh, on this little EP, and, you know, him and I, you know, played music together for, like, nine years, uh, and it was awesome, you know, we did tours and all kinds of stuff, and, and I'm really supportive of his new project, uh, Dark Satellite, and um, was really happy to, to work with him that long. And we'll, we'll probably still record with him in the future. I'm not, I'm not sure that, but um, but it's cool to hear it like that. And um, and it's even cool. It's even cooler now. I mean, honestly, for me to be able to like, you know, because we did that for like nine years, and we recorded these songs, and then yet again to have like now Dina's come in and she is able to add all those synth parts, like those pads with her left hand and then do, you know, basically all Trevor's parts with her right and hearing how those 
you know, it's, it feels like totally like new life and like refreshing kind of take on all the songs. And they really, they sound very similar and they're very faithful to, to what the band has sounded like so far. But it's like with this new element that we haven't really had in a live setting, like consistently, um, you know, we did that release, uh, we did that stream show through our boutique, which is still online. And Trevor played synth a couple for a couple songs in that. And, you know, back in the day when we were a three piece and I was playing bass, there was a few times that I would bust out the synth, but, um, but we really haven't, we've never had like a full time synth player. And so to have, have that texture in there all the time, um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I really hope people will come out and, and check us out on the 31st. It's good. At, at Zeitgeist because I think that, um, I think it's a, at, at least as good and I feel like we're just kind of getting into another stride and uh, unlocking another another level of the band. So, well there's um, from from the first song that I ever heard uh, of yours when I way 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 back machine when I first started on Local Love was um Meet Cute. <laughs> and I'm going to play that song next because <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, that's a good one. Well, first, I'm going to play, because you mentioned Dark Satellite, and we do have some Dark Satellite, so I'm going to play one of their songs, uh, hey. which is... Um, so go ahead and uh, and tell us who Dark Satellite is again. So that's... Uh, Trevor is playing bass and singing in Dark Satellite, and I plays in the, with um, Buddy Charlie, and uh, they've got Travis as their new drummer. And uh, they, you know, you can check them out in the Bay Area. They play shows all over. they got a good uh, complex live set that's online we did that together uh, ours is up there too it's one of trevor's last performances with our band so those are cool to see um but dark satellite is great uh are you gonna play fatima is that what yes. you got queued up yeah it's a good one that's yeah, a good music right. video for this one out
you catch just the, the tail end of memories in there. <laughs> totally. Memories from cats. Yep. <laughs> That's dope. That was, uh, it's been, we don't get many instrumentals anymore. We used to get a lot of instrumentals, like, the first couple of years, and not so much um, recently. So it's really refreshing whenever you get, like, a nice, where you just kind of concentrate on the all the parts yeah. and yeah and each individual that's, instrument especially if you got some good uh if you got some good cans totally yeah that's that's before uh, i mean most most of their stuff i think trevor's singing leads on now um but yeah that that early song of theirs is is great um they had a cool music video that charlie kind of directed for that one i think too nice um that i really like that you can see on youtube um but yeah uh do they have any shows coming up oh i've i don't know i think yeah i don't know i don't i don't always keep up with that i think that they had uh had some recently um but i um i know one of the bands that we're playing with at zeitgeist on the 31st is playing they play a ton of shows uh, they've been playing a ton of shows. It seems like I I hadn't heard of them previously. I feel like they kind of came out of nowhere for me, but I, maybe Michael has been. Do, I think his name's Michael has been doing it for a while. Is it Tell Me Tell Me? Did he guys do it? Did he do an interview with you guys? From uh, I feel like I from Tell Me Tell, tell Me Tell Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I could have sworn that I saw him advertise something about getting uh, together with you guys or tagged you guys and something. Maybe he sent his tracks over or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. Um, but yeah that, that his music is is really excellent um but yeah we're playing with them and this other group rose Hayes, that just played our boutique and uh yeah i saw them there uh, a couple weeks ago and i was just like really blown away by them um and they had like um just a great great arrangement great compositions and kind of similar to the more the direction that periscope's going now with like the synth player in it yeah so that's what uh that's what I was what I was gonna say before I got distracted because I'm a fucking stoner. Um the uh the progression from the first the first album of yours that I heard across the tide and now resurfaced and this I can are you excited to start mixing more like synth into Yeah, t- yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think you Are know, you inspired you to stick more synth in the things? Have you already done it? And we haven't heard it yet. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely, that's absolutely what's happening now for sure. So like, you know, um, some of the, some of the lead melodies that you, you know, if you're familiar with resurfaced or the new EP, some of those like lead melodies that you were, would be expecting to hear on lead guitar. Like you'll hear with uh, like synthesizer and stuff like that. Um, and you know, like I said, in the recordings, there's a good amount of it uh, anyway. So we've definitely been experimenting with that um, for a while now. There's a fair amount of it in the Tide even as well. Um, you know, the first EP that with Meet Cute on it is pretty straightforward, like two guitars, bass, and drums. But um, we've really been kind of sneakily putting in synth for a while. We just <laughs> haven't really been able to perform it live you know because we didn't have enough hands Mm -hmm. um but um you know more and more like we kind of got away from uh shredding 
you know, Trevor could always shred, if, as you know, and as you can hear in, like, memories even. Um, and, like, especially that first EP, like, lots of really intricate guitar solos and stuff. Um, but uh, we kind of moved away from doing that and trying to be a little bit more uh, tasteful with that. Um, and I think that, you know, that, that got in my opinion, obviously got, that got better and better, uh, through the releases. Um, so that, that opened up a lot of space for, for synth and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, um, it, it feels like a natural transition, honestly. It's, it doesn't feel like some kind of radical departure or anything like that, yeah. you know? Or like you're forcing, so. you're forcing something or you're settling or it's just like, Ooh, okay. We've been here. Now we need to go explore this place too. It, it really feels more like evolution. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really feel like we're going like a hard pivot to anything, you know, it just yeah. feels like, you know, um, and, um, you know, I'm having to, you know, cover more ground on guitar myself. Um, and that's been challenging and rewarding as well. You know, I don't have to, uh, Trevor to lean on or hide behind or, you know, or not even high, we would just like turn him <laughs> off the leash sometimes you know be like all right release like when, when we were going on tour and stuff you know sometimes we'd have to play for three hours and sometimes we'd be like cool so we're gonna play like a 10 minute version of this song because we're just gonna let trevor just you know just noodle just noodle just top rock <laughs> top ramen noodles and noodles all over it and um and I'll, while i'll miss that i do it does feel really great um to be in a position where we're really focused on songwriting and focused on hooks and focused on, you know, trying to create those earworms and not, mm, not, mm-hmm. um, not doing stuff like that as much. And, um, and, you know, I know, I know Trevor feels the same way. Like he's really excited to be doing the dark satellite thing now and kind of stepping into, he's kind of doing what I was doing in Periscope for a long time, you know, singing and playing bass. And that feels and you know, he did that for a while and divided by seven. I think he's missed that quite a lot. And, um, and so it feels good to see him. Well, fuck yeah. Um, thank you for sending um, us this new music. I do have a Tell Me Tell Me song. It's called Probably Priceless. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah. That's, yeah, those guys are good. So I think that uh, we'll go ahead and close out the show with that. But before I do, why don't you go ahead and uh, do your, your shameless self-promotion for everybody who is listening to the pod. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, yeah again, that's... Um, my name is Matt from Periscope, and uh, it's been great being here. You know, you can find us on all of the streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, uh, I think you know Amazon, all that, all that, all that title, whatever. Um, and we are playing at the end of this month, last day of the month. So it should be a beautiful summer evening in San Francisco, six to nine p.m. Um, we are playing with some great bands, Rose Haze. We just played Art Boutique. If you missed them, you should come through because they're killing it. They've been on tour. Um, we're also playing with this band, Tell Me, Tell Me, who uh, we are about to play a song from. They're really excellent. And um, so we're just excited to be getting the ball rolling again. And we hope to see you soon out there with our new lineup at Zeitgeist in San Francisco. Nice. Uh, right. Thank you, everybody, for uh, checking out th- this interview with uh matt harrison i'm the media wench and uh you've been watching and slash listening to local love on equiplex media uh check us out uh pretty much every day of the week 
on twitch.tv slash Media. Uh, join our Discord, discord.me uh, slash Echoplex. And uh, yeah, everything else, Swag Shop is all on the website, echoplexmedia.com. Um, you can also find and request Periscope's music at eplex.xyz. That is our 24-hour radio station uh, that plays everything in our library. Um, just go ahead and type in Periscope there and uh, pick your favorite song or pick a song you never heard. And uh, and wait about, you know, two, three songs in, and then we'll go ahead and just shoot your request right on out. This fucking modern technology. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, if you are watching on Tuesday, there may or may not be a post game. And if you're listening on the podcast, come check us out on Twitch. <laughs> this is uh, Tell Me, Tell Me, and uh, the song's called Probably Priceless. And uh, thank you very much again for coming on and hanging out.
If you like what we're doing at Echoplex and aren't into Twitch, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Echoplex. For $5, you can get every show from beginning to end sent to you as an MP3. Even the stuff we bleep out because it's too spicy for Twitch. Echoplex would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the community support we receive. Find out all the ways you can support the show at echoplexmedia.com support.